listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. Yeah, I know they lost again. We'll talk Knicks, but we'll talk some baseball too. Let's do it. It's ESPN New York Tonight. One eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Yeah, that's the number to join us on the Wednesday night edition of ESPN New York tonight. Along with Kyrie and Joel, we're here till midnight. Talk to you about the world of sports. We got baseball on deck, but we're going to lead off with the game you heard right here on ninety eight seven ESPN: the Washington Wizards and the New York Knicks. Wizards beating the Knicks one fourteen ninety six. And I'm going to be honest with you. Usually before the game. My staff, we have a little pregame meeting. Kyrie, Joel, and I were sitting there talking about the Nick game. And all of a sudden, before we knew it, the game was over. <laughs> because much like the team and the fans at the Garden, we zoned out. We zoned out. We zoned out when the Knicks were over the foul limit with 10 minutes left in the fourth. 10 minutes. 10 Talking about paying for your transgressions. I heard Walt Clyde Frazier in my head. The Knicks will pay for their folly. <laughs> and yes, they did. How about, here's all you need to know about the problems with this team. Okay, here's all you need to know. They were 3 of 23 from 3. 3 of 23 from 3. Ladies and gentlemen, in this league, as guys like to say, in this league, you can't win shooting three from 23 from three. You just don't. And just when you, just when you want to be optimistic about the team, they went four in a row. They should have beaten, uh, they should have won in Atlanta. They lose in double overtime. They should have won that game. So you're coming, if they win that game, you're coming in with a five game winning streak. And that at least gives you a little positivity going into the all-star break, right? A little positivity, something that something to say. Hey, you know what? At least they're pl- at least they're competitive. Okay, at least if nothing else, at least they're putting forth an effort. And then you get, and, and even tonight, I mean, offensively they stuck up the joint, but they were giving you effort. I mean, defensively they 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 fell asleep in the third quarter when they gave up thirty one points, and then followed that with thirty seven in the fourth. So once the offense, you heard Coach Mike Miller. Once the offense went south, the, 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 the second half was done. And I like what he's done with this team. I really do. Ladies and gentlemen, I do. I like what he's done. But I got to be honest with you. I got to be honest. Whenever there's something that's a little controversial, he never sees a thing. He never sees a thing. Whenever there's an issue, transgression, a problem, a flagrant, a fight, I didn't see anything. I didn't see, I, 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 I didn't see from my vantage point. I couldn't see a thing. I don't know. I, 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 I. That's a concern I have. Otherwise, I think he's done a decent job. He's done a decent job. The only thing that I don't, that I'm, that I'm a little upset about, and Nick fans, you can weigh in. We're going to talk baseball as well, but Nick fans, you can weigh in. 1-800-919-3776. The only thing that I'm really concerned about is I want to see more of the younger players. Okay, you hear all this talk about, you know, you hear all this talk about, well, you know, we're, we're, we're building for the future. We're, 
you know, we're, we're continually working with our young players. Okay, let me let me run some numbers for you, all right? Young players, Kevin Knox, 10 minutes. Young players, Frank Nilakina, 11 minutes. Young player, well, R.J. Barrett got 29 because he's a starter. Uh, how about Mo Harkness? Damian Dotson, six minutes. How about Mo Harkness? Obviously, happy to be back. Proud to St. John's University. Love, always wanted to be playing, always wanted to play at home, always wanted to play in front of his family. But he was with the Clippers. <laughs> Clippers, Clippers, people are talking. Listen, if we were playing Password, oh, you guys don't know what Password is, go to the Google and look it up. Or go to YouTube and look up Password. All right, game show. And, and the premise of it was there's a word that came on the screen. So if the word was popcorn, I had to give you a clue that would make you say popcorn. And the faster we did it, the more points we got. All right, so if we were playing Password and I wanted to say NBA champion, I would say Los Angeles Clippers because that's what people are talking about between Clippers and Lakers. One of those two teams have a chance for an NBA title. You're Mo Harkness. You're like, <laughs> I, I, I like. I, I, I want to come home. I love playing home. I know it's a business. I don't have a choice, but could you have traded me like in the offseason? <laughs> After I got to the postseason and won? Could you have traded me then? Four points in 25 minutes for him. But once again, and listen, here's the frustration. Here's the frustration for the coach. He played... <laughs> One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine, ten. He played what? Everybody? Everybody but everybody who was dressed. Obviously Alonzo Trier wasn't dressed because he wasn't no, he didn't play. Everybody who dressed played. You saw Randall, you saw Gibson, you saw Peyton Bullock, Barrett, Portis, Harkness, Knox the second. Robinson, Dennis Smith, Nilakina, Ellington, and Dotson. You saw everybody. Everybody, everybody in the Nick uniform played tonight. It's frustrating, man. It just is. 1-800-919-3776. On the baseball side of things, Aaron Boone spoke today as uh, Yankees reported, pitchers and catchers. They will work out tomorrow. Mets pitchers and catchers worked out today. Yankee pitchers and catchers worked out tomorrow. Aaron Boone, um, uh, not happy. Oh, he's not happy. Uh, are you convinced the Astros weren't using devices in the ALCS? No. I mean, I mean, that's certainly, uh, one of those great unknowns. And, and certainly, you know, I've spent time, as I'm sure a lot of people have, you know, wondering all the things that could have potentially been, been going on and, and probably will never know for sure, frankly. And guess what? Marley Rivera, our Marley Rivera, was on Goalie Kawingo this morning, and she was asked, do you think the sign-stealing scandal stuff is uh, 
settle down for a while? The science-stealing saga and this huge scandal, it is a topic, or you just addressed it with the Bolsinger uh, case, it's a topic that it's just emitted in every single interview. I mean, yesterday, the Mets just had, you know, pitchers and catchers show up. It's just the day that they come in uh, for their, you know, they get their physicals done. Actually, you can even call in. You actually don't have to show up at the complex. And their first workout is tomorrow. And every question to every player that spoke yesterday, the first one was about science-stealing. So we are very clear that this is one of the you know the number one one of the greatest scandals ever in baseball and it's not just going to go away by leaking some playoff format information and speaking oh marley you are a genius speaking of new rules and leaking playoff information that's the subject of our twitter poll question tonight at hardesty espn at espn ny 98 underscore 7 fm of the proposed mlb playoff rule changes which would you least like to see implemented? Least like. Is it the best record buy? Is it zero home games for the lower three teams? Is it division winners choose teams? Or is it the fact that you got more teams? At Hardesty ESPN at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. We want to get your thoughts on that. Plus, Major League Baseball has gotten, well, they've okayed some changes that you can see this season. They include... <laughs> the three batter minimum will start in spring training games on March 12th. In other words, when you bring in Dylan Patances for the Mets in the eighth inning, he's going to have to face three pitchers, three hitters. He's going to have to face three. He, you can't bring him in to face one and then bring somebody else in and then bring somebody else in. All right, so the pitcher has to face minimum three batters. Okay, that's the first change. Second change, the active roster limit will increase by 1 to 26 from opening day through August 31st, will drop from 40 to 28 through the end of the regular season, and return to 26 for the postseason. Translation, remember back in the day, September 1, everybody came up from the minor leagues. Everybody. You went from 25 to 40. 40 people, you couldn't even sit in the dugout. People standing in the corner. Good no room. No more 40s. No more. It's only going up to 28. Okay? And there's a couple of other things. Position players are prohibited from pitching through the ninth inning unless the player's team is winning or losing by six or more runs when he takes the mound. There's a bunch of other different changes that were made by Major League Baseball. So, uh, baseball's trying to make some changes. The playoff system is one. Can't wait to hear what you think about that. We talked a little bit about it last night. Some of you, eh, it didn't really make you pretty happy. Did not. We'll see what you say today when you join our poll. We'll hear, from, we'll hear more from Aaron Boone. We'll hear from, uh, Trevor Bauer. He had a lot to say, didn't he? Oh, he's down on baseball, down on the commission. Also, we'll hear from Tom Verducci, who was on the Michael K show. Steve Stout. Talk a little Knicks. Remember, he was on first take yesterday, and then the Knicks were immediately sent out a press release. He didn't mean that. Trying to straighten that stuff out. He only told you the truth. Why are you trying to clean this up? He said, there's going to be a new coach. Duh, we didn't know. This is ESPN New York Tonight. Here's Larry Hardesty. Maybe it's me. Have you noticed that? I mean, I love Mike Miller. He's done a great job. But this, when something happens, I 
I was, I was, I was going over here to look at. I was talking to somebody. I was doing some. I was, I was anything but looking at the play. It's ESPN New York tonight here on ninety eight seven ESPN one eight hundred nine one nine three seven seven six. Your thoughts on the Knicks? Your thoughts on Major League Baseball? Yankees pitchers and catchers reported today they will work out to model. Met pitchers and catchers worked out today. We're talking about that. We're getting your thoughts on the proposed Major League Baseball playoff rule changes, which you would least like to be implemented on our Twitter poll question. At Hardesty ESPN, at ESPN NY 98 underscore 7 FM. And a lot of people are still talking about... Houston Astros banging that garbage can in 2017. Possibly wearing buzzers in 2019. (sighs) Folks are not happy. I'm very curious to see how teams are going to deal with this. I'm really curious to see. Chris is in Pennsylvania. Hey, Chris, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. Hey, how we doing? Um, I just want to talk about, you know, obviously the Houston Astros scandal with the cheating and everything else. Uh, what bothers me is that they're not, they're showing no remorse in it. They know they, they cheated. They got called out on it. There's no remorse. Like J.J. Reddick responding to, not J.J. Reddick, uh, Josh Reddick responding to Tanaka's, oh, the Yankees would have won 2017. Sends out of me mocking him. There's like no remorse to it. You know, some things they should just like not talk at all. Just either talk about it or own up to it or just don't say anything at all. But don't go out and, you know, criticize or mock people because of it. It's going to make, you know, fuel, add fuel to the fire. I don't know. Just to me, it's, it's heartless. And I don't know. They should at least, I don't know. They should be, they should be held accountable for all their actions. This player should be. But that's, uh, and then JJ Reddick's got, or Josh Reddick's got the, you can see the tape on one of the pictures after the celebration. He's, he has, like, the bolt with, like, the buzzer on it, the wiring. I don't know. It's just messed up, and they need to own up to it. You know what, Chris? Thanks for the phone call. Or here's what you're hearing. And I think um, one of the former – Charlie uh, – I can't think of his last name, who who's a former pitcher for Houston. I should have done more to to stop it. I should have done more. I know that it was wrong. I should have done more. <laughs> right. Sure. We'll, we'll play along. We'll buy that. Yeah. Charlie Moore. Yeah. You should have done more. <laughs> Don't say that now. You, when you were, when you were winning those games and parlayed that into free agent pesos. Don't come back talking about I should have done more because your record. With them, especially with the Astros at home, now, and the way your consistency with winning those games, and all you had to do, because here's the thing, imagine that. You're pitching for this team, and you know, well, I could give up a couple of runs. I got some, I got, I got a little, I got a little bit of cushion because they know what's coming. So we're good, because they know. They'll get me back. Not saying they, not saying they can they go out there and just throw it knowing, oh, I, they'll get me. Let me just throw it up there. I'm not saying that. But in the back of your mind, you have to be, it has to be a little more confidence for you to think, listen, if times get tough, they'll find a way to hook me up. Julian's in Oakland. Julian, you're next on 987 ESPN. First time, long time. Thanks for having me. What's up, Julian? 
I want to get into some of the Yankees stuff, the cheating with the Astros. And in terms of your poll, to me, the most ridiculous part of the new proposal is picking your opponent. I just don't understand that. I also think that if they're going to expand, there should only be 12 teams. Not, I wouldn't go to 14. I think that will water it down too much. Okay. So let me ask you this, uh, Julian. Is it, is it choosing the division winners choosing the teams or is it division winners choosing the team on TV? <laughs> um, no, I mean, the TV aspect would be cool, but I just think like, it's, I don't know. I just feel like that's a weird thing to do in professional sports. Like you should just do the seating how it's supposed to be done. They shouldn't get to pick like who they want to play, in my opinion. All right. Thanks for the phone call. That seems to be, and to be fair, that seems to be, out of all the things, the biggest criticism is the fact that the division winner would be able to choose who they play. People can deal with the best record by, they could deal with no home games for the lower three teams. They could deal with that. And they could even deal, they can even, they're not real happy, but they can even deal with more teams. But it's that division winner choosing who they want to play that people just, they, they, they're just not happy with. They, they just don't like it. Charlie's in Woodside. Hey, Charlie, you're next on 987 ESPN. Hey, Larry, how you doing? I'm all right, Charlie. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. Uh, Larry, I got some sound to play. You want to listen to this? You're uh, playing sound? Yes. What, what, you got your own radio station? What are you trying to do? You trying to put me out of business? Yeah, oh, uh, well, yeah, something like that. Next time I'll do better. But sorry, Larry, get to the business. Uh, can you hear me? Yeah, I hear you fine. Also, uh, I know uh, in the press conference, um, Aaron Boone got his press conference talking about the Houston Astros, old cheating scandal. He said the great unknown about the buzzer. Mm-hmm. Um, Garrett Cole. But in my mind, I found an interesting topic what Boone said. Uh, uh, I got two points, but first I get to the Boone thing. Brian Hoke of MLB.com asked about Gene Carlos Thin. Yes. In terms of, like, how he's going to play, how many games he's going to play in the outfield, and um, how he's going to use it. And he says he's healthy, but he said he's not. He's still, like, kind of, like, not determined how the, how the I mean, maxing, like, uh, playing time he's going to play in the outfield. In my mind, I think he has to play a lot. I think in my mind, he has to play 100 to 110 games in the outfield, whether it's, um, I mean, mostly in left field. He's going to play occasionally play right field when judge DHing or getting a day off. Mm-hmm. The reason why I think, the reason why I think it's important for Stanton to be healthy and got to play in the outfield because compared to the uh, other position, uh, the Yankees infielder, infielders, depth is really, depth is really good. Starting pitcher, I know Paxton is out, still deep. Uh, bullpen certainly it is outfield with Aaron Hicks out until with Tommy John until like July or August and Brett Gardner is 36 36 years old mm-hmm. it is imperative that John Collis Gene Collis stand to be healthy and, and play and you gotta want to give uh, of course he's gonna have days off and everything but he's getting play a lot of money and you gotta you cannot put Brett Gardner into the crowd and we gotta see Mike Talkman, he's going to be a fourth outfield. He's going to play center field and occasionally play left field when Stan's DHing. Yep. I think that's really, I think that's important for Stan to be healthy. Of course, for judge as well, a judge as well. But certainly, Gene Carlos Stan has to be healthy. I know fans hate him a lot. I'm not a fan of it, but I, we have. I mean, he's on our team. We got to deal with things. Here's got the bottom. Here's play. the bottom line, Charlie. And thanks for the phone call. <laughs> you got him. He's got to play. You're paying him a lot of money. A lot of money. And to be fair, he's not, he's underwhelmed you. 
I mean, what did he, what did he play last year? One game? Two games? Regular season? That's it? I mean, come on. And you've got him for what? Seven more years? <laughs> Eight more years? You got to pay him? He needs to, he, he, you're right. He needs to be healthy and he needs to be able to make a contribution this season. He does. It's about time. I mean, he's kind of skated, to be honest with you. And the reason why he's been able to skate is because the team's won, what, 203 games in the two years he's been here? And he was, gave you a pretty good first postseason. He did some things. But last season, he did not. And you really could have used him last season. You really could have. This is ESPN New York Tonight. It's ESPN New York tonight. 987 ESPN. Yeah, a lot of folks shouting about these changes in baseball. A lot of folks shouting about what's going on with the Houston Astros. Still waiting to see what penalties the Boston Red Sox are going to face. And, uh, you know, Aaron Boone spoke to the media today. We'll hear from him a little bit later. Right now, we'll get back to the phones. Got some folks on hold for a while. Let's go to Ryan and Bud Lake. Hey, Ryan, you're next on 98.7 ESPN. How are you doing tonight, Larry? I'm doing great, partner. How are you? Yeah, not too bad. You know, these uh, these Major League Baseball changes, they're all just so gimmicky. And the actually one that the baseball purists, I think, don't like that I like is the expansion of the playoffs because I like the dark horse teams. I like the fact that you might see teams that don't have a good record get into the playoffs and maybe do something because I hope that it shows all these baseball purists that, that are part of the most self-righteous sport in all of the major sports that the analytics don't mean everything. And when you get to the playoffs, it's it's more about how you use your team and, and how guys get hot rather than all the analytics. So I do like that. But the biggest thing for me is the thing that's killing the casual fan in baseball is the time between pitches. Mm-hmm. And it's the one aspect of the game they refuse to address. They have the rules there. None of them are enforced. And until they figure out how to speed up the time between the pitches – None of these gimmicky changes are ever going to do anything to improve viewership. Which one do you like the least, Ryan? The one I like the least is the the no home games. Because mm. how many years have we seen a Mets team that can't win a game in City Field but goes out on the road and, and is borderline unstoppable? So now if you have a team that has a great record and was great on the road but average at home, now you're telling me they got to play all their games in their stadium? I, I just don't like that at all. That, so, so that's the Met. Is, is that the Met rule? <laughs> well, you know, you know, I'll try not to be too biased here, but hey, hey, I'm a Met fan. What do you want? The one that you know, the one that 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 bothers me, I think, the most is probably the uh, minimum three batter for the pitcher. You know, listen, oh, well, listen, with well, this Met, cool. with this Met bullpen, Ryan, that could be a disaster. <laughs> well, I mean, outside of the playoff changes, the three batter minimum rule. That's just absolutely terrible. And that is a, a poor excuse for attempting to speed up the game where if they, if they increase the time, 
uh, if they decrease the time between each pitch, it wouldn't matter how many times you switch mm-hmm. your pitchers because you'd be getting the ball to the plate faster. So right. it's they're they're putting they're putting a bandaid on a gunshot wound there. There's no question about it, Ryan. Thanks for the phone call. Just imagine, just imagine, baseball fans, Steve Traxel, the human rain delay, comes in and faces three batters. Could be a half hour, forty five minutes. A half hour, 45 minutes. Especially because you're bringing him in. And, and God help you if he, that's, that's if he starts an inning. God help you if he's got runners on base. It'll be like tonight's Nick game in the fourth quarter. Be forever. Forever. Hi, Mark in Newark. You're next on 9870 ESPN. Hey, Larry. Uh, show is on fire as usual. Uh, I got, I just got a couple of things. Um, on, on the cheating first, uh, real quick, uh, I'm not going to get myself all bothered about that because in my book, Larry, it, it's real simple. You can't spell cheating without the Patriots. That's why the, the, the Houston guy, he doesn't, he's like, I could have done more. Yeah, well, you could have, but you're not Bill Belichick. Mm-hmm. <laughs> They're much better at it than anybody in the world. Yeah. So the precedent is the bar is too high. <laughs> That's, <laughs> That's the problem. It's true. <laughs> That's the other thing I got is um, tonight I got to represent Jersey and Brooklyn mm-hmm. and Jersey. Mm-hmm. Uh, wow, man. Cheating Hall against Villanova. Are you serious right now? That was a statement game if I ever saw one. Uh, we beat Villanova in the Big East tournament a couple of years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, but 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 to beat them and, and really have a chance to get the strong hold on winning the Big East and the, and the automatic bid, that's, that's the kind of Seton Hall team that has a chance to do something really special. So I'm excited about that. They got a good team. They got a good the team. The next thing I'm excited about is Brooklyn. The next. The other team Brooklyn I like that. Brooklyn is in the house mm-hmm. because, I mean, oh my gosh, LeVert is starting to really get it. He, yeah. he, he, he doesn't look like he's trying too hard anymore. And that's that's what I was waiting for him because he's always had that thing where, he, you know, he's just, he, he almost, it's kind of like Dufa Van Joseph's Jerry Curl. It just never quite curled <laughs> off the way. You know, he was like that. But now it looks like he's finally, the lights came on for him, and I hope it stays on. Brooklyn has a chance. They just knocked off the chance, Larry, and yeah. they just punched him in the, they punched him in the mouth legit. Yep. So, I mean, one fifteen straight, but the Toronto got punched in the mouth tonight. Yep. And got a little revenge on them. Got a little revenge. That's a nice win for Brooklyn. It's a nice win for Brooklyn in their building. I'm all in with it, man. And it's a nice little uh, uh, segue into my next season. So I'll be watching Brooklyn. I'll be watching Seton Hall. And I'll be watching to see if these teams can cheat as good as the Patriots. And I think <laughs> I'm going to lose one of those. <laughs> all right, Mark. Thanks for the phone call. Isn't that scary? We're laughing about cheating with teams. How about, isn't that scary? We're just laughing. <laughs> Everybody's cheating. Woo-hoo-hoo. It's crazy. It's crazy. We're, are, are we getting? Are we getting desensitized to it? I mean, are we looking at this and 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 maybe we feel this way because in the situation with baseball, the players haven't been 
nothing's happened to the players yet. So maybe that's why we, when Marley Rivera says that the sign-stealing scandal is not going away, she's right in the sense of if players feel that they can still get away with it because nothing happened to the players. If front office people got suspended, manager got suspended, and by Major League Baseball, got fired by the individual team, got suspended by Major League Baseball. Nothing with the players. So what does that say? Is that kind of encouraging the players a little bit? Is that kind of saying to the players, well, you know, we got our union, so, you know, go see my union rep. (laughs) But something has to be done. And I understand the problem. I understand the concern. And so how do we regulate what amount of games to suspend X amount of people? Because the only way we're going to find out how deep it was is if somebody rats somebody out. So do we just have a blanket situation? What would be the best penalty for players? All right. So let's say Houston, let's say the players get, you could suspend the players now also for that 2017 situation. You are, you know, they've cheated. You've, you've, you've penalized the manager. You've penalized the general manager. Would you, what would you do? Would you find all the, all the players on the team? Would you find pitchers too? Did the, you know, the American League, how often did the pitchers, so do you find the pitchers only in games where they hosted during interleague play? How do you suspend players in that situation? Okay, we're now here, and, and this is what, this happened in 2017? What are we hearing now? That Carlos Beltran was the ringleader. Okay, so he should get, we hear now that he was the guy. When it comes to this, Carlos Beltran, he's the guy. Was the one who was doing it. And when, this is what we're hearing now, when people wanted to go to him and say we want to end it, he said, Know your role and shut your mouth! So what do you do with the rest of the guys? How do you, how do you handle suspensions? Because ultimately, that's what Major League Baseball has got to decide when they sit down with the Players Association to regulate how we're going to end this and if it happens again, how are we dealing with this with the players? Because ultimately, ladies and gentlemen, the players have to be held accountable also. Even if we take A.J. AJ Fitch at his word, A.J. Hinch, even if we take him at his word, and he says, I smashed the video, I smashed the monitor twice, I couldn't get him to stop. Okay, so what will it take for them to stop? Is it money? Is it taking money out of their contract? Is it games? What is it? What's the best way to handle this going forward? This is ESPN New York Tonight. It's ESPN New York Tonight. Freddie and Fitzsimmons at the top of the hour. Just 
All right, so before we get to the phones, and we hear from a bunch of folks before the top of the hour, can we just talk? Um, Valentine's Day is coming. Now, I let you all alone this time, because normally I remind you like a week before. We can talk about this. So there's that special someone, that significant other. And you're just like, Valentine's Day. Oh, man. Got a couple days. Friday. And listen, we're not talking about, I know there's a number. Listen, we love the folks who advertise here on 98.7. Love it. Keep it coming. More, more. But you don't have to get jewelry all the time for Valentine's Day. Sometimes it's the simple things. Beautiful home-cooked meal. Little candlelight. Little ambiance. You know, sometimes show being original. Don't be running to the store all the time trying to bribe. I'm just saying. And I know there's some of you who are like, Every day is Valentine's Day in my place. You know, we do this all the time. There's nothing special about this. This is how we, this is how I roll. (laughs) And then there's some of you who are like, I'm not spending no money on no Valentine's Day. What? What? That's that special. Right. And then come on. We can be honest. There's a couple of you who just dump somebody because you don't want to spend no money on Valentine's Day. Come on, don't, 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 don't be, we're just being honest. I can't see you. It's okay. If you're putting your head down, you know who you are. You know who you are. I'm just saying. And some of you are like, why is he talking about Valentine's I don't have anybody, okay? Okay? I don't have anybody on Valentine's Day. I don't need to be reminded about that. I don't have anybody. Listen, then treat yourself on Valentine's Day. Do something special for you. It doesn't mean that you have to have somebody special. If you do, you're great. That's great. I'm happy for you. That's a good thing. But when I first started, I'm talking to the married folks. Come on, y'all. Make it special. Do something different. Do something out of the ordinary. You know, nice little little ambiance. As I mentioned earlier, a little candlelight dinner. For those of you who, you know, don't have anybody, just treat yourself. Nice little movie. Dinner at home. Have a little fun. Enjoy it. Just don't go wild. You know what I'm saying? And maybe for one night, take the, you know, just, just for Valentine's Day, take, put the, put the sign stealing away. Frustrated about the Knicks. I understand. Just for one moment, just, just focus on you and have a good time. And for those of you, and you know who you are, make sure you better get that gift. If you messed up, you want to get the gift. You know what I'm talking about. All right. Enough of that. It's a public service announcement from us here. ESPN New York tonight.
trying to just cause you all to, so Gordon won't be trying to solve your relationships on Saturday morning. <laughs> At 7 a.m., Gordon opened the phone. Gordon, help me! I messed up last night, Gordon! Might be a lost cause, my G. <sighs> That's right. Or worse than that, Gordon! She said, see ya! Goodbye, sir! Peace! It's out of here! That would be rough. Just trying to help you all out. Trying to help you all out. Let's go to the phones. 1-800-919-3776. Hey, Brian in West Palm Beach. You're next on 98.7. Yes, I spoke to you like several years ago. I'm a Yankee fan, a Knicks fan, a Giant fan, and I grew up in Westbury. So I could never root for the Nets because I saw them when they had Dr. J in the Coliseum and mm. I went to all the games. So I'll never root for the Nets. Once they left Nassau, they, they should have moved to Vancouver or Seattle. <laughs> I you're would mad. never root for it. You're mad with them once they let – first they let Dr. J go, then they left. Yeah. Well, <laughs> at my high school, I, I don't know if you know Westbury at all. I grew uh-huh. up by Eisenhower Park and Rick oh, Barry okay. used to shoot – I went wow. to Park High School. Wow. Anyway, I went to Florida State and I played baseball for Dick Hauser. Somebody you might know I spoke to, Spencer Ross went to my school. Really? No Spencer kidding. Ross? I know Spencer yeah. very well. Oh, well, he's, uh, I play baseball for Dick Hauser, who managed the Yankees. That's right, 103 wins for Kansas City. After 103 wins, he loses to Kansas City, he loses his job. Those were the days, huh? Yeah. (laughs) What do you you think of my alma mater, the Florida State Seminoles? I I think they can go all the way and and, uh, win the ACC and end up in the Final Four. They're looking pretty good. They're looking pretty good right now, Brian. We'll see. We'll see if they can last. We'll see if they can last. My, my okay. My my point is, I, I spoke to you years ago, and mm-hmm. I said, uh, my, uh, Billy Donovan grew up in Rockville Center, went to St. Agnes High School, and mm-hmm. he turned the Gators around up in Gainesville. And he's the, he's the guy that sh- they sh- the the Nick organization showing after a New York boy that preaches defense. He was the man. How yeah. could the Knicks screw up and not bring Billy Donovan home and be coach of our beloved Knickerbockers? You know what I'm saying? I hear yeah, you, Brian. The man. I hear you, Brian. Listen, Billy Donovan is a heck of a coach. But if I'm Billy Donovan right now, Brian, you got to pay me a lot of money to leave Oklahoma City. For this job, I need more money. I do. I mean, he's, you know, they're, they're up and down. Obviously, no Russell Westbrook definitely hurts them. I mean, he's lost a lot of players, right? He lost Russell Westbrook. He lost Paul George. <laughs> he had a big three with Carmelo. He had Melo. PG PG thirteen, okay, and and Westbrook, and now he doesn't have that. But still, he would be a good. He would be. He would not be a bad coach. But I don't know if he would leave that job for this. Tito's in Brooklyn. Hey Tito, you're next on ninety eight seven. Double L, Larry Love. What's going on with the service side announcement? What? The, what's up, Tito? <laughs> What's going on? Long, long time no speak to you. Like, it's man. been a while, man. Last time I talked to you, you were heading on the... I was wondering what happened to you. You're on the BQE. You never returned. <laughs> <laughs> oh, man. What's going on in sports, Larry, man? You got people using technology to cheat, man. What's going on? Man, let me tell you something. Let me... This, see, this is, this is the dilemma that Major League Baseball has. Because... Mm-hmm. Sign-stealing sign is part of the culture. That's never going to go away. Mm-hmm. That's that's fine. That's 
that's definitely fine. But if you do it the traditional way, if your team is dumb enough not to change signs every game, then you should get it stolen and yes. somebody should hit a fastball because it's coming. But that's part of the game. Now, what they did is definitely horrible because you can see what's his name around uh, around um, Altuve hit an 0-2 pitch, knew it was coming and rocked it. God knows the ball would have kept going or whatever. And, and Chapman laughed like, what the hell? Yeah. This guy kind of knew it was coming, so something was definitely going on. So this is my proposal. You cannot – the dilemma is they cannot – Suspend these guys because you can't suspend a whole baseball team. They all cheated, mm-hmm. all of them. So you can now. If I'm the if I'm the commissioner, I sit down this team and say, if you guys get caught again, okay, it's almost like one, two, three strikes are out. They need to put a real stiff penalty on these guys. Like you get caught one time. Half a season, you're gone. You get caught again, you're suspended for a full season. You get caught a third time, you're bad. Get the hell out of here. You ain't playing no more. Mm. That's the type of that's the type of suspensions they gotta hit them with. One, two, three strikes are out, and you're done. And watch this nonsense stop. That's a good point, Tito. Thanks for the phone call, man. Good hearing from you. Appreciate you. That's interesting. Unfortunately, Tito. Players Association is not going to go along with that, but it, you you are right that something has to be really, really important, really harsh for them to to not do to continue to not continue this nonsense. You can't you can't use electronics to do what you're doing. You just can't, especially after the commissioner sent on a letter and told everybody knock it off. Dallas in Connecticut. Hey, Dar, you're next on ninety-eight seven. Hey, what's up, my brother Larry? What's happening, man? I'm all right, partner. What's going on? Hey, listen, man. Listen, I'm a, I'm a, I'm a depressed. Well, I was a depressed Knicks fan, but you know, I'm so used to their, their drama, man. It don't even bother me no more, man. <laughs> You're immune. <laughs> hey, listen, man. Hey, listen, though. You know, I, I would talk a little sports, Yankees, and all that, but I'm thinking about you, my brother. Mm-hmm. You don't have a Valentine's, my man. Oh yeah, no, I got a Valentine's. Okay. No, my wife is no good. Stuff. I'm good. I'm trying to help other people out, man. I'm good. Thanks okay, for thinking I'm about me, Daryl. I appreciate you. I appreciate you looking out for me. But I'm good, yeah, man. man. I'm good. Uh, I'm just making sure, man. No. Plug you into some bitties, man. You know what I mean? Well, I appreciate that, brother. <laughs> I really do. I appreciate yeah, yeah, that. Man. I appreciate you I looking got, out. But I'm I good, got you, man. I got you, man. You know the Valentine's thing. I got it locked in too, man. So, so I'm good, man. Every yeah, year, you know. man. And I do cook too. I'm a hell of a cook. Oh, man. really? I, oh, so I, what's your I, go-to? I, what's your go-to dinner, brother? You know what, man. I haven't thought of that, but I was thinking some seafood, man, because she's a big seafood freak, man. So I was thinking mm-hmm. about putting a couple of lobsters and shrimps together, some scallops and, you know, some potatoes to go with that. You know what I mean? A little bit of greens, you know, because you got to have the greens to go with that. Yeah, I was thinking about all that, man. So I'm going to put something together for her. So I already got her present, so she, she got a little something coming with that, too. Oh, so she 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 did she did good work, Daryl. Thanks for the phone call. She getting a dinner and a gift. Daryl treating his lady right. He from the Larry School. That's how you do it. That's how you do it. Mm-hmm. He gonna need that too, cause he gonna mess up one day. And at least he could say, "Sweetheart, remember we had a great Valentine's night." It's all about chips. <laughs> it's all about having chips in the corner, cause you gonna mess up. You gonna mess up. 
And you'll be living in, as as my fellow reporter for many years, my good friend Bob Trainer used to say, you'll be living in Chateau Bow Wow. <laughs> you are listening to the ESPN New York Tonight podcast with Larry Hardesty on 98.7 ESPN. <laughs> 